For 91.9 KVCR News, I'm Sharina Wad. California schools are ramping up plant-based options in school lunches to offer healthier dishes that have a lower carbon footprint. Suzanne Potter of California News Service has the details. A UN climate study found that globally, meat and dairy production fuels nearly a third of human-caused methane gas emissions. Nora Stewart, with the nonprofit Friends of the Earth, recently surveyed the state's 25 biggest school districts and found many are offering ethnically diverse, whole food plant entrees, such as tofu, katsu rice bowls, vegetarian lo mein, and plant-based tamales. More than two-thirds of school districts now serve non-meat, non-dairy entrees at least once a week, which was a 50% spike since 2019, with more than half of middle and high schools offering plant-based options every day. The new menu options are reaching more kids these days since California schools extended a pandemic-era program and now offer free breakfast and lunch every day. The state also put $60 million into the country's first farm-to-school incubator grant program, which supports districts in sourcing organic and locally grown foods. Schools also got hundreds of millions to upgrade kitchen facilities so more meals can be made from scratch on site. Josh Goddard is Director of Nutrition Services for the Santa Ana Unified School District. He says students are gradually warming up to the new menu items. I think the response is going to continue to be mixed for a while, but there have been a lot of students who have expressed appreciation that our school district is trying to be a lot more considerate about our planet, so that's been encouraging. The Santa Anta Unified School District serves all plant-based foods every Wednesday in all schools and has a non-meat, non-dairy option every day in the high schools. Goddard estimates that the district has reduced its carbon footprint by about 1,300 tons per year. This story was produced with original reporting from Naoki Nitta for CivilEats.com. For California News Service, I'm Suzanne Potter. The California Faculty Association voted on Monday to approve a new contract with the California State University. Union officials shared in a statement that over 75% of voting members support the tentative agreement. The current deal, which guarantees salary increases for faculty, counselors, and coaches, extends the current CFA and CSU labor contract to June 30, 2025. The CSU said in a statement that they are pleased with the results of the CFA vote. The University System's Board of Trustees are scheduled to approve the deal during their meeting next month. Badwater Basin at Death Valley has exploded in size due to the recent deluge of rain in Southern California. The ephemeral lake, fondly known as Lake Manly, is six miles long, three miles wide, one foot deep, and sits in the shadow of the snow-capped Panamint Range. It initially formed last August following heavy rains during Tropical Storm Hillary, but gradually shrank. Because of the damage caused by that storm, no visitors were able to see it. But that's not the case now. Roads leading to the lake are finally open. A four-day rainstorm early this month dumped one and a half inches, a total almost on par with the two inches per year that normally falls there. In the last six months alone, Death Valley has gotten an astonishing 4.9 inches of rain. Lake Manly is roughly the same size as it initially was last August. Death Valley National Park spokesperson Abby Wines told SF Gate, quote, It's cool just to see this place look so different. The lake creates those amazing reflections of the mountains. 
It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. For 91.9 KVCR News, I'm Sharina Wadd.